Now, News Talk Radio, CJAD 800 gives you Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner. This is your guide to getting social and finding love in Montreal. Welcome to Soul in the City on CJAD 800. I'm Cheryl Besner, your dating coach and founder of SoulInTheCity.tv, and today I'm pleased to introduce my guest co-host, Marie-Claude Savard. Hi, Cheryl. I'm making a habit of this. I know, and I'm <laughs> loving it. I'm Me just too. loving it. And, and, you know, it's great because we have so much in common. We have so many friends in common. So from the beginning this year, it was great just having a new friendly face opposite me in the studio. So, And we're firing things up to this week, we so I'm so are. happy to be there. <laughs> yeah, this week's show, Light My Fire. Ooh. Yeah, but this is literally going to be about lighting my fire. I mean, this is a woman who's going to be coming on with us. Her name is Nancy Chernoff, and she runs a workshop where people actually walk on fire. Really? I know. On hot coals or like hot coals. Wow. Yeah. I mean, she does a lot of different things, but I have to tell you something. The reason I really wanted to do this show um, and have Nancy on was, number one, I'm fascinated by anything that challenges your own inner strength to mind over matter. You right. Know? But also, I just came back from vacation, and... What I realized about doing extreme things, because I was in Costa Rica with my children, and for those of you who were listening before the holidays, you know that I went on this big mission to lose my menopause muffins and, and get strong. <laughs> well, there are worse ways to do it than to go to Costa Rica. Yeah, well, I actually, I, I worked on, on getting strong and getting fit with uh, Victoria Park yeah. and uh, Drea Wheeler there who really helped me along. And um, Otago actually gave me my food and nourished me every day to, and, and it's, not, um, it's not a weight loss program that they have, but it's just healthy eating. And it really did help me once I got there because we were doing extreme sports. And that's what I love about what the show is about today. It's about doing things that are outside your comfort zone that empower you. It gives you confidence, but it also makes you, um, how do you say, how do you, you discover yourself in a way. Right. Because I'm sure, I mean, I wouldn't have pictured you to be like an extreme sport lover. Oh, no, no, I'm not. I mean, my extreme sport is tango. Okay. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Another way to heat things up. <laughs> yeah, or, or sometimes, you know, chasing my son around the house trying to get him to clean up his clothes, you know, but that's my extreme. But what, what, uh, what I realized on this vacation, uh, really coming back to this show this week, was realizing why I was away. We did so many extreme things that also builds confidence in the people you're with. So... It's not just about what Nancy does as an independent person with the Fearless Flames. It's if you did it with your partner. Imagine you going yeah. there, right, and, and and with your beloved, and you see a different side of somebody in the way they encourage you and help you through things. And I think that's the important part if you wanted to do it even as a date, like to see how you two would react going through life's challenges together. And I think that's a big part for women too, to see, to find a partner that will encourage you mm -hmm. to do different things, to, to go ahead and do a little bit more and to discover yourself. That's so important. And support you yeah. when you're afraid, you know, yeah, because we, we do. I, I remember when I was married, my, my family, everybody were big skiers and and first of all, I have vertigo, so that doesn't help. No. But second of all, I had a very big accident. So I was always very tentative on the ski hill. I would have appreciated sometimes the person that I was with 
encouraging me down. And instead of saying, oh, don't worry, you can do this hill. We're going to make it down together. Yeah. And, but then take off on me. Mm-hmm. That's not making it down together. And that's not taking me on something that's too difficult. Making you yeah. feel secure. Right. Encouraging you. Exactly. And, and that's what happened with me during my holidays even you know I I, we were doing some extreme canyoning where you're jumping off um, or rappelling down 165 foot waterfall and you have to hang over that edge and let go and we had to encourage each other so I, I think if I were doing something like that with a partner I would really see how we would help each other through that. You know, do you laugh through certain things together? Do you encourage each other? Do you hold each other's hand? I think that this could be a great bonding experience for people who are dating or relationships. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I'm I'm really excited for that part. Now down to some dating news. Okay. This one's a it's a little bit of a surprise. This first news. Uh, yeah. Well. Um, okay. So for. All of you out there, first thing I want to tell you is I've always maintained the the idea that women are attracted by smell and men through looks. So this study kind of proved that, all right? So this is from Appetite. It's a journal. And they did a study, and they put, they gave garlic to a lot of men, and then they put cotton uh, swabs onto them. And then after 12 hours, they gave it to women to smell. And the women love the body odor that came off of these cotton balls. That is, I mean, if, if they wouldn't have done this, I wouldn't have believed it. Obviously, we're not talking about garlic breath. Here. No, 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 no. It's not, not, not garlic all. breath. It's, it's just what, you know, from, from their own body, what it, what it emanated from it. And women, they had 82 women smelling these pads, and they rated very high on pleasantness. Well, there you go. So you can you, no, but it's it's interesting that you're saying this because that means that for a man, the perfume is important, and maybe the range is is a lot broader than we think. In in a sense, it's like we you know usually men go for spicy spices in the perfume and everything. So maybe there's a sense to it. If you say that if you smell garlic, then maybe you you're attracted to it, even though you don't know it's garlic. Why well, I think it's more something uh, physiological in the way it's reacting on the male body because the one thing is that. Women, a lot of times when I'm talking to people and say, you know, oh, it didn't work out with that person, you would not be, (laughs) you would be floored, actually, as to how many times a woman will say to me, I didn't like his smell. And they're not talking about his cologne. No. They're talking about his body odor, what he wakes up to in the morning. And it doesn't mean that they have extreme body odor. No, 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 no. It's their basic smell. Women are very, very sensitive to that, much more so than men. Interesting. Yeah. So there you have it. And um, another thing going on is winter. I mean, winter is there and it's, you know, we tend to want to stay home and hibernate. Well, guess what it means? When you have a snowstorm, more and more people, more and more of the dating apps are having people get online and perusing their sites. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. It's crazy. It's a great time to update your profile (laughs) (laughs) and be honest about it. Like whatever you're doing out there, if you're getting on an app for the first time or you're opening up on a match.com or a soul in the city's dating site, whichever site you're on, we're all great sites. Be honest, like honestly and truly be honest. And one of the things for me, having a dating site associated with soul in the city it's great because I live in this city, so I can Google a lot of people to make sure that they're... <laughs> you do that. I do. Oh, check them out. I would. Because, well, you know, in my in my career and in my own personal life, I've come across a few people who are not who they say they are. Yeah. And guess what? 
you're voted off the island. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Unless you eat garlic and then maybe well, the smell maybe the, them, Yeah, you know? no, I don't, I don't think that's going to help. I don't think that's going to help. But this is it. I mean, they did this study and um, it was done by Tinder, actually. And they saw, okay, Cupid saw a 10% increase during huge winter storms. I mean... So it means that if it's nice outside and sunny and everything, you'll have less traffic on those sites. Because you've said in another show that on Sunday nights also people do That's right. Tan. 7 so, p.m. Sunday yeah. nights. So it's those. It's the downtime. That's when you have the most uh, traffic. So maybe the, the most chance of meeting someone or if it's an app anyways, you know, of clicking with someone. Yeah. Well, um, one of the things that I, I know from, you know, my experiences, and that's one of the reasons that we're here with you tonight, Saturday nights at 10 o'clock, is that a lot of people who are not out and about dating are tend to be home and those are also the biggest hours between 10 and 11 o'clock at night till two in the morning is when people are really going into their inboxes and checking you know who's contacting them and who's out there and who do I want to converse with so a lot of available people a lot of available people <laughs> yeah well there's a lot of single people out there so everybody get up get out get social and start meeting each other okay so let's get on with this um, coming up on Solon City we'll be able to meet Nancy Chernoff and talk about fire walking. She's an instructor and she'll be joining us momentarily on Solo in the City's CJAD 800. This is Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner on News Talk Radio CJAD 800. This is your guide to getting social and finding love in Montreal. Welcome back to Soul in the City. And joining me, my co-host today, Marie-Claude Savard. So excited. We're going to talk about walking on hot coals. Walking and... on flames. Oh, you flames. Know, yeah. I wow. know. Well, coals. It's actually coals. Okay. You know, but <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm very excited. As we were talking about at the beginning of the show, you know, this is something that is really about empowering yourself. You know, what we're going to be discussing is a, is, um, a workshop that empowers yourself But as I was saying, I also think it's something great to do as a couple. Yeah. Yeah, because you really can see a lot about the other person when you do extreme things together, how you support each other and care about each other and tend to each other during um, extreme situations. So I'm really excited about welcoming uh, this guest to our show. Her name is Nancy Chernoff. She's a certified fire walking instructor and founder of Fearless Flames. Welcome to the show. Hi. Hi, Nancy. How are you doing? Thank you so much for having me on. Oh, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. As I was saying, you know, we're talking a lot about our own independence and relationships and the things that we do to empower ourselves, but I also think that it's something that we can do to empower our couplehood. So um, I'm really excited to talk about the experience and what it does for people that take part in your workshops. So I just want to discuss, first of all, the premise, the three basic principles you discuss is about being honest, where you're at at the present time with your goals, and about your barriers, right? And that's what your workshop helps to discover and uncover, correct? Exactly. So where did this idea come from, Nancy, for you? Well, it started back in 2002 when I left the corporate world. I decided that the IT that I worked for 20 years business was no longer something that I wanted to do. So it's all about transition, transformation. And at this point in my life, I found out that there was a place called the Omega Institute in upstate New York, which is the largest holistic wellness retreat center and hosts thousands of people every year for the last, I think they've already had their 50th anniversary. I believe they have, actually. So I joined Omega 
because at that time they were actually hiring people from Canada to come and work that were going through transition periods to come and work at their facility. And this is where I got involved, meeting a lot of different people, quite alternative people, from relationship type of people, from the, the, the Hendrix type that do couple relationships, to the gurus, to Deepak Chopra. And it was a very intriguing and an amazing place for me to, to spend this time of transition. And with that said, I ended up meeting uh, somebody who was going to start a teen camp, and they asked me if I wanted to be involved. They looked at my energy. They thought that I was really, you know, young for my age. And I said, sure, let's, let's see where this takes me. And this is where I got introduced to firewalking because it was an alternative camp, part of the Omega Institute, which it is no longer, just to say that. And uh, what we did was uh, I went with them, and we started this camp. And one of the years that I was there... They brought in this activity called firewalking, and I said, wow, what are we going to be firewalking? We're going to take the kids firewalking? Absolutely. <laughs> Talk so, about talking, telling your kids, I, I know we often say to her, I say, you know, as a joke, we say, go play in traffic. I mean, now you say, <laughs> go, go walk on fire. Exactly, exactly. So that's where it all began, and, and the work really at that point in my life, because I was going through transition, it just really sparked pardon the pun, my inner flame. It just brought something to my life where I knew I could take my business knowledge and now with my newfound holistic experience and kind of co-create something together. And that's how Fearless Flame came into existence. Amazing, amazing. So what do you think participants gain first and foremost from that experience? What do they gain? Well, that's a really good question. The experience is different probably for every single person. It's really... You know, depending also at the time what type of workshop we're bringing, whether it's a corporate workshop or whether it's a personal retreat. But I see a common theme that they leave the workshop with an inner flame that is ignited. So we see them walking in at the beginning of the day, and when they leave at night, there's, there's a certain sense of light. And it's really based on their journey where they are in their life right now. And, of course, you know, the hopes are that they look beyond the fear, and that's what they're looking beyond their obstacles to see that if they could just look what's on the other side of the fire, they could see how there's such possibilities for them. And the exercises can improve, you know, I know this is a relationship um, talk, but what it does is it really pushes people to confront issues in all aspects of any type of relationship. So it's like, you know, it's like saying I'm ready to pull the rug out and like go into what's going on in my relationships and really move forward. And that's why we use it. It's a very symbolic type of work. Although it's physical and you're actually walking on physical fire. Well, that's what I want you to explain because I want to do it. Nice. I'm listening we to you. We were talking about wanna... that. We, we're we're going to do this yes, together, right? Uh, I want to pull the rug. I want to f- light the fire. I want to go for it. But what you is have it? fire, yeah. baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what? So explain to me. Okay, we the, let's say Cheryl and I register or whatever. We bring a whole bunch of people. We invite you over. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? Well, first of all, we're going to do a lot of modalities. That's what we call them. We do not the fire right away. We do many other things before the fire. And the first thing is really identifying what kind of obstacles are going on right now in my life, in my relationships, with my work, and, you know, my relationships. It could be any type of relationship, your love relationship, your relationship to your children, to your family. So we're really trying to get the person to bring up something that they want to work on for the day. And with that said, we do three different types of modalities. We do a board-breaking exercise. We do an arrow-breaking exercise. We do a rebar where we take a 6.4-foot rebar, 
and we look at resistance and we see how we're resisting to move through these things in our life that are challenging. But ultimately, when you move through it, you see that it's so much easier than you thought it was. And then finally, we go to the fire. Everybody builds the fire as a family, and we walk it individually. We walk it for other people. We walk it for uh, people that are ill, people that need healing. Because in a sense, because we didn't talk about it, it's a very old tradition, fire walking. It's a very indigenous, 4,000-year-old tradition that's been brought to the West to allow our culture to see what's possible that they thought wasn't possible. You're, you're listening to Nancy Chernoff. She's a certified firewalking instructor and founder of Fearless Flames. And this is something that Marie-Claude and I are saying we want to do. Oh, I sure. mean, it sounds something fascinating. As a matter of fact, um, Nancy, before we brought you on, um, the tech producer of my show was saying that he's actually done it in the past. Yeah. Uh, didn't do it willingly, possibly, but... Um... <laughs> he survived. <laughs> he survived. In a different, a different so does it burn? Do, like, do people ever burn themselves on their feet the big question let's 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 change it to when somebody asks me if they're going to get burnt i'm going to tell them they may get a fire kiss fire kiss i like yeah you know it's like that sounds so lovely actually (laughs) it really is it's a fire kiss and it's a blessing and it's to show you your power and to show your strength and sometimes people when they don't get them they look at the end of the day because we look at everybody's feet and we also use reflexology and we look at different modalities of 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 what the feet represent and where it represents in our body what does it represent pardon depending where the kiss is on your foot Mm -hmm. so i could tell you right away if the kiss is on the middle of your foot it's right near the heart center and it's a very interesting place because many people either their hearts are open or their hearts are closed it's either open too much and they're giving too much or they're not receiving enough. So that's one of the things when you say what could people receive from this workshop is that they could really look at where they are in their life and what they need to bring in in terms of their love relation, in terms of uh, any type of relationship that they have. Well, and and I, I also love the the one you were talking about. I, I just want to go back a little bit in the conversation about the 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 bar because you actually described that to me. And and for Marie Claude, it's basically a six foot four inch bar, if if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, six that, foot four inch long metal rebar. It's what we reinforce walls with. Believe it or not, it's three eighths in diameter, and we put these little caps on the end, and we put it in a soft spot of our neck. And the interesting thing about that is if you actually take your finger right now as you're listening, listeners, and Cheryl. I'm, I'm doing it right now. Yeah, I'm sitting in is. studio with my finger, <laughs> and I'm waiting for Marie-Claude oh, to I'm do the same do thing. So something. we have to imagine that we have a bar between us right now. And, exactly. But here's the I, – I, I wish everybody could see uh, Marie-Claude's expression right now as I'm about to tell her that we – would be six feet, four inches apart, but you and I are going to end up hugging each other, and that bar is going to bend. Really? Yeah. Right, Nancy? Yes, that's what happens. It doesn't bend, it melts. It melts. Well, Don't you love that word? It melts. It melts between the two of you. Maybe not exactly, but it kind of melts. It it actually forms. It goes into a U shape, and you end up hugging each other. And the interesting thing about that as well is that when you're doing this either in a couple or any type of relationship, when you look at resistance and then you look at persistence, if one person is resisting and one person is persisting, and this is like how life is, you push the other person away. Right. But when you're willing to meet in the middle, when you're willing to look at everything, everything just comes together. A hundred percent. Well, you know what? I'm really looking forward to doing this. And as you said, it's a great 
thing for couples to do, whether you're in long-term relationships or I happen to think it's a great way to get to know somebody that you're thinking of having a relationship with. So I want to thank you so much, Nancy, uh, for joining us. It's Nancy Chernoff. She's a certified firewalking instructor and the founder of Fearless Flames. People can get in touch with you through Fearless Flames, the website, correct, Nancy? Yes, it's Fearless Flame, no S, fearlessflame.com. And we will be hosting a workshop in April, so if anybody's interested, just send me an email, nancy at fearlessflame.com. And you'll be able to find it as well on soulinthecity.tv. Coming up next on Soul in the City, our panel will discuss how fire walking and dating and relationships can heat things up. You're listening to Soul in the City on CJAD 800. Solo in the City with Cheryl Besner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. This is your guide to getting social and finding love in Montreal. Welcome back to Solo in the City and our roundtable with my guest co-host, Marie-Claude Savard. So we're going to talk about firewalking again a little bit? Well, we're going to talk a little bit about things that can help bond us, things that also empower us, you know. So it's about lighting up my life, lighting up your life, and how we can light up each other's life. Cool. And uh, doing some things that can help us along. So very exciting. We were talking earlier with Nancy Chernoff from Fearless Flame, and we have joining us on the roundtable. His name is Elliot Becker. He's an accountant for and uh, software consultant, and he's actually participated in Fearless Flame with his wife. So welcome to the show, Elliot. Thank you very much. And also joining us is Kavita Ajwani. She's the founder of Dash and Date, one of our Montreal's leading speed dating companies. And uh, welcome to our show, Kavita. Hello, hello. Thank you so much for having me again. You're so welcome. So I want to really get into this because to me, this whole conversation and one of the reasons that I wanted to talk about Fearless Flame and workshops like this is about how it empowers ourselves and doing things that can also be couple bonding and couple building. So I'm going to start mm-hmm. off, um, Elliot, with you. Now, you did this with your wife, correct? I did. Okay. So tell me something. Did you learn certain things about yourself as an individual and about your couple when you did this workshop together? Well, I think it was more um, we needed to take the next step together. Literally across fire. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And at the end, we did do that. Oh, now let me ask we you a question. We walked ourselves individually. Okay, there you go. And then we had the option of doing it with individuals that we had a connection with. And the person that I had the biggest connection with for the past 27 years was my wife, and we decided to try it together. So you walked side by side? Holding hands each other? side by side across the fire. So let me ask you a question because you said you did it individually and then with your wife. Was there a difference in the intensity of the flame when you did it together? Well, the fire was probably six logs high and six logs wide. It was a very long fire. And then it it, it burns until you get the coals. And then we sort of make the coal path in the middle. And in order to not cheat anybody out of their their flame, we keep on replenishing the coals with more coals. Oh, my goodness. I I have to tell you something. I think that if I went there with a date... I'd jump into his arms and see if he would rescue me. <laughs> <laughs> Get 
that's like, another way talk of... about talk about carrying me over the threshold. Yeah. <laughs> that's another way of speed dating in a way. But what's interesting is you said 27 years and we were ready to take the, to go another level. I mean, that's interesting because you would think after 27 years that you, you fall into a pattern, yeah. a boring pattern. So this is very exciting. Yeah, I'm very exactly interesting. what you're saying, the pattern yeah. and, and the the um, the stage you're at is the two kids. My two kids have one's gone off to London, England to teach because it was her only opportunity to teach. And my other one is in university in Ottawa. And everybody's on their own. Mom and dad are still mom and dad, but I don't need you to pick me up at hockey. I don't need you to pick me up at, uh, at scouts. I don't need you to pick me up at the skating rink. I need to be on my own. Right, so it's the emptiness. Now, Kavita, I want to I want to look at this from your point of view. You yeah. know, you you host a lot of events and speed dating. Is this something, for instance, that you would suggest to some of your participants as maybe even a speed dating type event? Well, I think this is very very cool. I'm a little bit caught off guard because I I always encourage people to do things that are you know different from the standard dinner or drink date. Well, this is um, it. <laughs> this is this is very extreme, uh, very cool. Um, but I think, uh, like uh, what Elliot had said, it's the most important thing is to not to fall into a regular routine, and that's the key. So whether you're in a relationship or dating, you really want to mix it up. Be it a first date, second date, you can always do something different and new. And it doesn't have to be for the other person. Really make it about you. You might be you know, going on a lot of first dates. It can get very boring after a while. It's like an interview process. So bonding over some sort of crazy activity can be a great way to see if there's a connection on another level that you wouldn't normally come across, you know, sitting across uh, the table from each other at dinner. Well, you're talking a lot about, uh, from what I understood, Elliot, and, and you're referring to this, is about also firing up a relationship again, you know, Absolutely. taking something to the next level and rebuilding things. And I can tell you, um, my personal experience recently mm-hmm. was doing some extreme things. Now, this was with my family, but... You know, I have older children, and I've always been the mummy. And all of a sudden, we were doing some extreme sports. And when I'm hanging 165 feet off oh, wow. a cliff mm-hmm. and have to rappel, the support that I received yeah. from my children was something I didn't expect. You know, right. I thought I had to be the mummy. So I would think that as a couple, and this is what it sounds like you experienced, Elliot, and what you were talking about with mm-hmm. your dates, is that this is something that people can really see how you would react to each other in extreme situations. You can't, um, you have no idea what to expect. You can't assume that someone's going to react a certain way. So everything is a surprise and the feelings that come are new. So it's a really great idea to do something out of the box. I just want to say something though, because I've experienced this in my relationship and let's be realistic. Okay. If I go to my boyfriend and I say, let's go walk on fire, there might be just (laughs) a little bit of skepticism. Mm -hmm. So I've done things on my own and then he's seen how uh, transformative it was, how happy I was. And then he came along. So, because sometimes that could be a fight to say, I, I would like to try something different right. or yes, whatever. You're right. So sometimes it's okay to go by yourself. Maybe it's just going to be for you. And perhaps later on you can go as a couple. We're, we're talking right now about, well, fearless flames and lighting up your life, lighting mm-hmm. up your own life. We're talking right now with Kavita Adwani. She's the founder of Dashing Date, as well as Elliot Becker, who um, participated in Fearless Flames with his wife. So let's get back to what you were saying, um, Marie-Claude. Yeah, it's sometimes something that you have to experience on your own and then bring 
other people to it. You can light your own fire and then perhaps Definitely. other people will join in. Well, what's good is that if you're in a relationship, you have, you know, the time to do that. When it comes to actual dating, it's, you know, if you run an idea like that by someone, if the person's like, there's no way, I would never do something like that. It's a great tell compared to someone who's actually up for it. Oh, 100%. You know, I, I can say that I, I've started dating somebody right now. And when I told him all the things that I was going to be doing mm -hmm. on my vacation, he was like, oh, no, not for me. I can't do things like that. I'm yeah. afraid of heights. So yeah. I, I don't like this. I don't like that. Until he saw some pictures and he was like, oh, you know what? I, I would try it. Mm -hmm. You know, that that's what some of this experience is all about. It's about empowering yourself. And then bringing other people to your party. Yeah. yeah. And, and then that forms such a great connection as well. Because now you've brought someone on board who's never done anything like that in their life. And they you kind of have you to thank for it. And, you know, you form a connection in that way. So Now, Elliot, do you think that you, like, did you have to force your wife to do this with you? Or she forced you? Like, can we force somebody to do these things with ourselves? I introduced the idea to my wife. And actually, her name is Elsa. Okay, well, Elsa and, was a brave woman. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I introduced the idea to her. And I think initially she did it because she was doing it because I asked her to do it. Right. But there are three people who are going to gain from it, or three individuals. The individual of myself, who was going to gain the, the understanding mm -hmm. about myself. She will gain the understanding about her. And then there's the us. It sort of opens up an opportunity because after the experience, you're sort of on a high. This is You're so great. Like, you set your goal, you want to go, you just tried something, and I never in a million years believed that I can actually do this. And I did it. Good. Congratulations to you, Kavita. Yeah, it's just so great. I wish more people had this kind of mindset and this outgoing um, way of looking at things and being open-minded because so many people, they just get so caught up in their day-to-day, -day, be it with their own routines, with their you know spouses or the person that they're dating. So it's so nice to hear someone who can you know share their own experience you know from uh especially such a personal experience with their with their wife and be able to view it in a way that not only um not only helps you as a person grow but as a couple too well i know a lot of people always say they want a partner who will look at them and say i will walk on fire for you yes, <laughs> right yes. and and this is literally what we've been talking about today finding that person who will walk on <laughs> fire for you so i want to thank you this has been so inspiring and a lot of us i know mary claude and i are talking about doing this together um and uh anybody else who wants to uh Get on to my website. I'm going to post the dates that um, the Fearless Flame is available. In the Very meantime, cool. Kavita, uh, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, thank the you so much founder for of me. Dash and Date. Yes. Lots of events coming up this week. Yes. We're going to be talking about it coming up on the calendar. And yes, and Valentine's Day next month. Very exciting. Oh, so we'll have <laughs> to have you on uh, talking about that. So that thank would be you. Great. Thank you for joining us. And Elliot Becker, who participated in the Fearless Flame, thank you so much, Elliot, for sharing your experience with us. And thank you for having me. And uh, coming up, I answer your dating questions and tell you where to see and be seen with my KISS calendar. This is Soul in the City on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. You're listening to Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. This is your guide to getting social and finding love in Montreal. Welcome back to Soul in the City, and welcome back, my co-host, Marie-Claude Savard. So, Cheryl, what are we doing this month? Oh, we have a lot of things going on this week. So, on the Solo in the City calendar, we have pool. Pool? Any, yeah, pool. 
I don't mean, mean billiards. I mean billiards. Well, it would be a little cold for pool pool. <laughs> I was thinking. <laughs> well, unless we go indoor pool, which yeah. we, we could organize something like that, that actually great. coming up. Yeah. So this is for 40s and up. It's happening Monday night at Le Scratch in La Salle. It's $3 per hour per table. As well, you can learn on Tuesday night. If you like gnocchi, you like Italian food, you can do it. And this is taking place at Provigo on Saint-Jean in Dollar des Armeaux. It's $35 a person. And on the menu, what do you think? Pasta? <laughs> no, potato gnocchi. Oh, okay. Well, this, isn't it in the pasta family? Well, kind of a no. Because really, pasta is made with flour. And oh. gnocchi is usually made with potatoes. So they're doing two different ones. Potato gnocchi with tomato sauce and squash gnocchi, which wow. is one of my favorite favorites with butter and sage so I, I might actually have to do that one do you cook i love to cook yeah yeah i love to cook and by the way you know this is we've talked about this so many times not only do i love to cook i love to travel and cook and i will walk into restaurants anywhere in the world and you will quite often find me cozying up to the chef in the kitchen, <laughs> in the kitchen. <laughs> and preparing something or a bartender somewhere making some kind of new concoction. I love that. You know, it's all part of being so. So you're heating things up in the kitchen too. I, I definitely heat things up in the kitchen. Uh-huh. Yeah, in my frying pan, but hopefully no flames are going on in my kitchen. I wouldn't like that too much. <laughs> also, Cook and Date, another Mediterranean feast is happening. Um, the evening includes an open bar for full course menu. It's a culinary activity and Again, I love Cook and Date because it's a bunch of people getting together. I participated in one of those. Actually, I did an expose. You can see it on 365 Days to Find Love's site, which was my old blog. You can actually see what goes on in the kitchens of Christina Mucciardi when she does Cook and Date. So it's a bunch of people getting together usually 10 men, 10 women, and just enjoying the evening and cooking your dinner together and then sitting down over a glass of wine or two or three and because um, she always has great wines so this is an activity and an event that I really strongly recommend it's happening at 6 30 on Wednesday night and it's for ages 40 to 55 that's great maybe I should do a pop in there yeah uh, yeah you never know <laughs> dash and date new beginnings for 2016 is hosting one of her speed dating events it's social cocktails it's taking place at industria brasserie italian that's in griffintown have you been there no nope, never huh, well griffintown's the place to be though it is I mean a lot of great places to go out there yeah. now uh, fantastic fantastic and remember it's all about getting out there and being social so you never know you never know so this is for women 30 33 to 42 and men 35 to 44 and that's $55 happening on Thursday night at 7:30 p.m. and then meet up singles dating events casual speed dating for men and women 35 to 45 um, you do have to register for this online so get on up there it's taking place at the Sir Winston Churchill pub on Crescent and that's Thursday night at 6 p.m. and while we're talking about meetup don't forget the I am meetup group I am soul in the city meetup group this is doing two events we have our retreat coming up in March so get signed up there's only place for 10 people it's going to be a very intimate weekend. It's sleepover, right? It's a sleepover. Two days at the Chez Swan Hotel and lots of great food from Poipanché, but really amazing workshops all weekend long, all about discovering who you are for yourself and also becoming the best dateable you 
whether you're in a relationship already or want a new one. That's so, true. You could do this if you're in a relationship too. Oh, 100%. This weekend, by the way, this retreat and I Am Group is for women who are single and married. We've had a couple of events already. We've had married women attend. We had women who are in long-term relationships and single women. So lots going on because we all learn from each other and support each other. That's the beauty about being a woman. Let's face it, right? Yeah. Sisterhood. Yeah. Sisterhood. That's right. That's right. Like you coming on my show this <laughs> month and being my uh, wings for flying solo for the first and you're time. you're doing great. Oh, well, thank you. And also, Soul in the City, we are going to be doing an event. Check it out online. It's going to be Just Dance. It's all about how we dance through our relationships and how we communicate. So we'll be doing that as well. So check out the dates. It's either going to be that one on the 21st or the 23rd next week. And there's room for everybody. All you ladies out there, come dance with me. And um, now we get to our dating question. It's a great question, actually. Um, Someone wrote in, Dear Cheryl, I have met a wonderful man, introduced him to my teenage kids, but one of them made it pretty clear that he doesn't like him at all. What should I do? This happens more often than not. Well, it does. And and there's a couple of things going on um, when there's children involved. Number one is how quickly have you introduced the person to your children? So I know that there's women out there who, like myself, take time. I want to make sure that this is somebody that there's no guarantees unless you're getting married. But I want to make sure it's somebody that I want in my life for you know, a a long period of time and that I want to spend a lot of time with because if I'm going to prioritize them, I need to make space in my personal life and my family life with my children. However, if we do it too fast or too often, like a lot of people, they feel, well, I'm entitled. I want to spend my weekends with my kids, but also with uh, my partner, except that partner keeps changing. So children can be resentful. Now, in this particular case, it does sound like, you know, she's with this person and um, my assumption is that they've been dating for a while so I'm going to answer based on that we have to respect our children and if there's an issue it's a matter of sitting down and finding out is it that person or is it a person very very different scenarios if it's a person well in time he's going to he or she your children are going to have to respect the fact that you are a person and the way they're going to want a boyfriend or girlfriend in their life, you want somebody too. And it's what's going to make your life complete is having your children, your family, your work, and having a beloved. But a teenager, I mean, I'm sure, I mean, you know. It's difficult. It's a difficult situation. But you have to, you have, but you have to give them the time. So I, I think give them a little bit more space. Use the next little while to talk to them and really discover which of those two answers and then work at it and maybe for a while keep that other person a little bit separate keep your social life and then they will have to get used to you being with somebody agree to disagree in a way you have to agree to disagree and sooner or later they have to respect the fact that you are a person yeah well good luck yeah good luck to you it's not easy no it's not well anyway another great show thank you Cheryl I love having you again thank you so much Mary Claude for joining me this week as you've been doing all month long then you have to manage my schedule for the next week so I'll be very busy yes well well, we're going to do a lot of these events together anyway join us every week on Soul in the City where here Saturday nights at 10 p.m. on News Talk Radio CJD 800. Keep integrating social solutions with our coaching, the events calendar, and our dating site on Solo in the City because remember, it's all about the kiss. See you next week. Save me, save me.